Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com. Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC. Thank you. 
afternoon. This is Dr. Diva J.C. on Music Woman Radio, underwritten by Women in Jazz, South Florida, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that promotes women musicians globally. Now, you just heard Hot Sauce, Hot Sauce by my friend, Kim Clark. She is the founder of Lady Got Chops in New York. Hey, Kim. Hi. I'm sorry to correct you so early in the game. That hot sauce is actually an Elmo Hope uh, piece that I recorded with Bertha Hope in the studio last year. Okay. (laughs) How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm beautiful. Nice in Florida, beautiful weather. And I'm oh, boy. feeling good, feeling good. Great, Okay, so great. that was, who, who was the personnel on that? Okay, uh, of course, Ms. Bertha Hope is the, uh, is the uh, leader. She's the, uh, the, the widow of, um, of uh, Elmo Hope. They're both great uh, pianists and writers. And so I think this was made for, uh, her daughter is a vocalist, and she was making a project. And I think she was doing a one-woman show, and she was featuring her music, her mother's music, and her father's music. And I think this was one of the uh, pieces that she wanted to use of her father's. So who was playing was uh, Bertha on piano, uh, Luciana Padmore, I'm going to name the ladies first, on drums, and and myself on bass, and then uh, uh, Riley Mullins on trumpet, and Jean Gee on saxophone. Jean who? G-H-E-E-D. G-A-G-E-E. G-H-E-E. Gene, G-E-N-E. G-H-E-E. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gene. Okay. Yeah, Gene. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Ah, beautiful. Well, that's a, that was a swinging tune. Oh, yes. Very it's such an honor to be able to play with, with, with musicians like that. You know, it's an honor for me. You know, girl, they wanted um, to play with you. Oh, get out of here. So, anyway, Kim, mm-hmm. <laughs> now <clears throat> I started your show page off with a poem that I wrote. Okay. okay, music is the mastery of mind, it keeps you in a place of being for moments at a time. Get caught up in its labyrinth leading through a thousand doors to one simple end, love. And Kim Clark, first of all, you New York native. You're, yes. first, you're the first female that I ever sang with, a uh, female instrumentalist. And you did my first demo with me. I love you. <laughs> And there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) I hear you, sis. (laughs) Well, you're my inspiration, too. You know, your festival is one of my inspirations. I said, wow, look at this. You know, the the, uh, Gaia Fest that I did with you. We went down to Florida. Oh, yeah. And the one we did in the Bronx. 1998 Gaia Fest. Yeah. That's well, right. tell me about how you founded Lady Got Chops. Okay. Well, briefly, and I'm going to try and be as brief as possible, I was uh, called a sub at a club that was owned by a mother and a daughter. And they had a, a, they went into a room and said, hey, we like we like jazz. We feel jazz in here. They didn't really know any musicians. And they opened a club there that stayed open for nine years, uh, Lilith Myers and uh, Tisha Merritt. And um, they had uh, – the address was, like, on one street, which was Kosciuszko, and the other end. But their entrance was actually on Marcus Garvey. And I, after meeting them, I said, well, gee, how are people coming to this place when you got the wrong address on there? So I used a GPS, and I tried to figure out what's the best address. And, we, and I was teaching myself – how to make websites, so I made them a little website, and then I started working there, kind of like regularly on the um, on the uh, Monday night jam sessions, 
And they said, well, where are all the other women musicians? I know that there's got to be some more out there. I said, well, I know Kit McClure's band. I've been working with them for 20-something years, and there's a lot of wonderful ones. She doesn't allow any slouches in that band. So there's a lot of great women, and that's how we got started. We started the festival at that one location, which stayed open about nine years, eight or nine years. And uh, uh, so it was based in that location. Uh, when the club closed, I thought that would be the end of that. But some friends said, hey, no, keep the festival going. I've got a gig over here. I can sh- share my pizza parlor gig, and I can share my uh, share my gig. I'm doing the website at the Zinc Bar, and I know a club up in Peachville. And, and I just kept uh, kept going. So uh, that's basically the short of it. I mean, we've, we've been going. Uh, this would be the 19th year this year, if it happens. <laughs> Um, of course, COVID kind of messed me up last year, but I've been, I've been, I use what little uh, HTML, uh, which is coding, uh, coding language for the computer to make the website, and I have a website at ladygotchops.com, so people can go there and see my little uh, submissions, and we, uh, we turned into a, uh, a 501c3 in 2015, I have a board now, and we're really still grassroots, you know, still grassroots. But uh, we've done a, uh, we've, I've been reaching out to women all around the world, just like yourself. But you're much more organized and more funded than I am. <laughs> but I'm reaching out to, to just like freely promote people. You know, right. they can tell me, well, I'm, I have a, a, a art show over here, or I'm doing a dance performance, or I'm an aerialist over here, and I've got a band that's doing this over here, and blah, blah, blah. It's just a celebration of Women's History Month, which was an idea that was brought to me by a friend of mine who's saying, okay, you don't want to, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself. You want to, and I said, you know, that's right. I want to celebrate Women's History Month because that's not celebrated around the entire world. So we're trying to spread that idea of of blessing women during the the, the months of uh, March with dedicating whatever they you know giving them a platform to you know draw people to whatever they're doing whatever kind of artistic thing or whatever they're doing you know during March. Okay, now you said on your website I pulled this off. Mm-hmm. You have six points that this calendar. Um, promotes women musicians. The first one says celebrate women's excellence of contribution to humanity right. during Women's March Women's History Month by either performing, promoting, or attending events or showing. Okay. The second thing, provide a hosting space for the artists for dates of performance or show. Mm-hmm. Okay. The third is benefit from the promotion of their art or venue that generates fellowship through participation. Mm-hmm. The fourth one is network with the public, musicians, artists, and venue owners. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then value the education provided by the elders who are experienced in the arts mm-hmm. and have a progressive outlook while maintaining a realistic view of the climate of the arts and life. Now, that's a mouthful right there. <laughs> you know, because yeah, I find that most people are complaining. They complain about everything. Mm-hmm. But you really do not get anywhere if you don't learn to appreciate where you already are. Right. You know, so when you say uh, value the education provided by the elders, you know, we just lost Nick Mathis. That's right. And Nikki, you know, I've known you the longest 
Nikki and Donnie have been my mentors. Right, mine too, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, literally a couple of times without the two of them, I would have shut this down a long time ago. Right. But they always encourage me. They always, and you know, complimenting has a really positive effect. When I teach my students, I tell them, you're doing a great job. You did good right. work. You know. Right. So the Nick, Nikki and Donnie, uh, Anita Taylor, were the two women that kept pushing me, pushing me. And, mm-hmm. and Jeannie Cheatham, she, who is 96 years old and still mm-hmm. going. So it's so important to talk to the elders. Yes. You know, Melba, Joyce, when right. I talk to them, and they're 80 years old, 90 years old, still talking about, you know, well, I might have a gig coming up. Wait, I'm right. I, really? <laughs> right, absolutely. Can you I interject? Know. Please. I'd like to I'd like to bless I'd like to interject here and bless out um Kobe Narita. And she's my first yeah. one actually. Because um for a number of reasons she helped me get my first grants to study with Ron Carter and Buster Williams and Lyle Eckerson. So um but she was at the uh, Collective Black Artists and then she founded the Universal Jazz Coalition and she was the first um, founder of International Women in Jazz, as a matter of fact. But um, mm-hmm. I was in her, I don't know if I was in her very first um, Women in Jazz, but I met Mary, and went, met and played with Mary Lou Williams on uh, on a stage uh, on, uh, that, that uh, George Ween picked up because we were supposed to play inside at Birdland downstairs on the, the, uh, the original location of the Birdland, not the one on 44th Street, but on 52nd Street. And uh, there was a discrepancy, and so the gentleman who was the who was the owner locked told them out, and George, George Wheaton put a put a uh, a nice stage up, and we played out outside outside of this locked up venue on the street, on a on a stage on the over the sidewalk. So that was that was very memorable for me, and very, you know Kobe's been very positive in so many ways. I did one of the festivals and honored her. And also Wendy Oxenhorn, who keeps the Jazz Foundation going, she was like I think one of the founders, I believe, of the Jazz Foundation, and that keeps the musicians off the street and helps you when you need uh, need assistance, you know, job assistance and health assistance. I had the hospital uh, affiliation in in Englewood, uh, um, uh, New Jersey. I don't know who this is, but I'm gonna, I have to check this off. I'm going to unplug my phone. Pardon me. That's okay. I can put some music on. Uh-uh. That was, that was my phone. <laughs> I just okay. unplugged it. You know, because I don't need any um, distractions right now. But, yeah, I was I was talking, I guess, about Wendy. And uh, she's she's great. So there are these certain angels of the music, you know, that have been keeping, you know, and yourself one. That, that, that's festival in Florida was amazing. I'm like, oh God, we're going down to Florida and you know. But I've been to a lot of festivals overseas and I've been trying to take notes on how people do things and cooperation is very important. To get cooperation from people who have and are willing to help things. It, uh you know, there was one festival we did that was um in a like a valley sort of. Uh, it's surrounded by a lot of woods. We had to walk through a lot of woods to get there and then there was this clearing and um, and uh, they said that the government finally picked up on it and helped them uh, to to make this an annual thing. But they just the people that that were the founders and the organizers had friends that had like one had a sound company, another guy had a light company, and they would just volunteer and set the stage up and everything, make a stage, build it from scratch, and the sound company would do its thing. You know, so um, and then finally, when you can get things going, you can generate enough money for those folks to get paid. But then sometimes you need some volunteer volunteerism, you know, and some people to to help you along, you know. Sure, sure. Um, mm-hmm. Everything we do is volunteer, <laughs> but right, exactly. Um, there's no, I there's no pay going. Hmm? <laughs> well, now that uh, 
this pandemic is here. Things are shifting. Yes. We are beginning to understand the value of music and musicians, mm-hmm. the value of teachers, the value of first responders and medical workers. You know, yes, absolutely. always it has been that the rich were on top. Mm-hmm. But right now, it is an opportunity for us to to bring to light the importance that music has in all of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. Listen, on that note, I want to play "Autumn Leaves" by you with you playing with Kit, uh, Kim Kit McClure. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's so all. I'll be back saying. in four okay. and a half minutes. <laughs> all righty, thank you.
Yeah, Autumn Leaves by an all-woman, let me repeat that, all women, all, Kit McClure's big band. I used to play this as the opening of my show in Atlanta when I was doing my jazz meets hip-hop with Mimi. I would play that sucker. Woo, man, y'all were smoking on that, Kim. Good grief. So, girl, what do you need? What do you need to get your calendar right now? What do you need people to do? Well, right now, if there's anyone that's doing any performance or doing any kind of a a, a Zoom situation, that they they can uh, they can uh, uh, tell me where where or when or send me a URL and I can paste that into the calendar. But right now someone, a lady named Topsy is trying to get me to, to get a Zoom account so that we could uh, we could host a, a number of her people that they're not all musicians but they are women doing things during Women's History Month. So um, I'm still trying to figure that <laughs> figure that all out. And, and she I think she wants the weekends. But I mean, it's, it's the, the calendar itself is editable. You can you can put any number of people on any particular date. It's this it's there's really no um, no no real real limit. It, you just have to send me an email and tell me uh, the particulars. If you're doing like a like a live stream at Smalls or or some club or something, wherever you are on the earth, you can send me an email and, and I can just put it up on the uh, on the calendar. I'll just put it up on the calendar. Um, I would also I'm reaching out. Huh? My email address is Tim Clark K I M C L A R K E ninety nine at gmail dot com. And just All tell right, me so what you're doing. And you can you know, and if you if you'd like for me to see I usually make a banner. What I usually did with this was make a, a vinyl banner with pictures of people that are performing in the festival. But since we don't have any any real gigs, I could still probably do a banner actually, um, but I but it takes like about three weeks for them to make it, and then I'd have to make enough to send to the persons. I could probably instead of sending them to the venues like I used to do, um, the participating venues, I could probably make a, a paper version of them so people can have them to sell or they can you know buy them or whatever because it's not you know it's not free, and so I have to order them. But I was ordering the vinyl ones for free for the participating venues so that they could draw um, uh, attention to the club. Like I'd make one for the zinc bar, and I made another large one for the Peak Steel Bean Runner, which was like these guys were very regular with the festival. And um, that's how it is. Um, yeah, that's basically it. I could, so I now could, I'm, I am at the website, and on the bottom of the page, the email uh-huh. is k8ladybase at yahoo.com. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to change that. Thanks for bringing that up to me. Because, All right. I, I mean, it could be used, but I would prefer not because um, okay. it's it's not something that I visit constantly. Well, I'll you go change it. <laughs> where, where where do you see that? Actually, you're on the on the first page of the of the site. The bottom of the page, last thing on the page. You're talking about the orange page, right? Lady the got chops. Lady got chops. Two ten. Lady got chops. Oh, wait. Two ten no, calendar. Yeah, oh. that's just the calendar. You just go to ladygotchops.com. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. And you can yes. see some of the the posters at the bottom. I, I I reduced the size of them, but those are the vinyl banners that I used to make. So right. it takes a turnaround. It's a turnaround time, you know, to make them. Sure. And then nobody would, you know, and people don't send me the pictures, so they, I I'd have to call the pictures most of the times off the internet, and then reduce them and place them manually. It's just kind of a lot of work because I didn't have a. I'm not using Photoshop. I'm using like a paint program, which is very troglodytic. It's very you know. Very old school, but um, and I'm not using any kind of templates, so 
but the, but the process did come out very nice. It's just that, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was the first year I made it without any pictures. And I said, boy, did I did I mess up or what? <laughs> it, just, it had no pictures on it, so the festival didn't happen. I'm like, oh, what is that, the voodoo? Um, <laughs> but COVID came in and said, oh, you don't want no pictures. Okay, we're going to wipe the whole thing clean, you know. But, uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so okay. the so the calendar for the for the COVID one is the 18th, the 2020 annual calendar, and that's on the link uh, on the bottom. And I made this little face. I didn't think every every gig was going to get canceled after the second week, but I had to make this little thing, uh, this little this little event canceled, prying eye with the uh, toxic shock in the eyeball there. Uh, a little picture. So, and it showed the whole entire festival was canceled. <laughs> Thank you, COVID, you know. But anyway, I'm going to still, I'm still going to go because um, I think people are expected to be happening. So instead of it being only, uh, you know, I'm just going to, uh, I made links to people's bios or to their, just like on this particular calendar, all of these are YouTube links as a matter of fact. All of these links or YouTube links so people can to familiarize themselves with these artists. They can go right. and I so I did the I did the work. So um it's okay. Okay. Now mm-hmm. you know I wanna to talk to you um about your music. Okay. Mm-hmm. What are you okay. doing? What am I doing? Um mm-hmm. well since you mean since the COVID situation or just in general? Today forward. Today forward. I um, have been, in the most recent times, been uh, working out with a, a, a trio just to keep my um, my chops up, you know, just playing with friends, a couple of friends. Um, and uh, I might start that back up for a little bit, but I don't want to, you know, be held down, especially right now before the festival. I'm going to have need some free time. But I, what I really want to do is record and have something that's recent of me performing with other people and place and maybe record some of my original stuff that I did with the Magnets. I don't think you played any. You played the uh, Ronnie Barrage's uh, composition. But I have a lot of compositions that I haven't, um, you know, recorded um, officially. So I'd like to do that eventually. Okay, um, so uh, visiting... Royalty and celestial moves. Which one Those should are written I? by. Well, both. Too much fun is kind of funky, and that's the one that I wrote. But the other one is by Rob Sheff. The uh, visiting oh. royalty is by Rob well, Sheff. I want, no, I want to play too much fun. <laughs> okay, but it's like you said. You didn't. I, I thought you wanted to keep it more in the jazz vein, but that's okay. I'll play it at the end. Okay. All right. So that means that we have uh, 12 more minutes to talk. Oh, okay. Cool. Unless so, um, you want, I me, to play, to... You want huh? me to play Visiting Royalty a little bit. Let me play three minutes of Visiting Royalty. That's good. You can do that. And I wanted to mention okay. about a couple of things. Okay, go ahead. Thank you. And that's, that's by Rob Sheff. Yeah, saxophonist and multi-instrumentalist horn player, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's also the writer of your article that will be published in spring in Music Woman magazine. Oh, okay, yes. Okay. We had a, we've had a band since 1997. Okay.
listening to Music Woman Radio. This is Dr. Diva JC, and I'm here with Kim Clark, who is my oldest friend in the music. So Kim Clark is the bassist with Rob Shep's group, The Magnet. Nope, nope, nope. That was my group, my dear. (laughs) Oh, yeah, okay. we, Rob, 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 and I decided to make we co we co lead it, but but he said cause Rob told me he liked my music and said let's get together and do something and he he started doing some bookings, but we, you know he but most of the music in the group was mine until we had Ronnie Barraza and he added his own thing, which was cool, you know, but that was my band originally and I we said whoever books, if you get bookings. Uh, they would take the leadership. So if I have a women's festival or something, or if I get some gigs, I'm the, I'm the leader, and he's the co-leader, and vice versa. But we still use it, use it as co-leader situation, but yeah. Okay, so what is the name of Rob's group? Rob has a, a group called Quartet. Magnus is, is, is Magnus we, was my baby, actually. Right. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, <laughs> The music is so good. I love that hot song. That was super. And this piece, Visiting Royalty, is just, it's music, you know. And then you don't hear music on the radio anymore unless right. you have Alexa. You have Alexa? Do you have Alexa? No, I don't. Oh, well, I have it. And I tell it to play my music so I can get some royalties. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it is. Yep. <laughs> okay. I heard that. So we want the ladies to email Kim Clark with an E, Kim Clark ninety nine at gmail dot com with their gig notices. Now, is this just for New York? No. Actually, I was looking on the old calendar. We, we've uh, we promoted people as far as in, uh, Indonesia and uh, and and uh, Zimbabwe, I believe it was. Let me take a look on it. This is from from last year, and hers got can- unfortunately canceled. But I have one in Russia, Moscow. My friend Ludmila Sotovskaya was in Moscow, and uh, we've had London. Um, let me see. Philly, which is Clues, California. Oh, yes, and one of my good friends, um, <clears throat> this is Kekwe Shiwe Mtambo in Zimbabwe at Bulawayo, a National Gallery of Zimbabwe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Arizona. We, I mean, it's all over the place. We have oh, oh, New Zealand, Edwina Thorne's band in New Zealand. Yeah. So whoever, I could just, you know, I put it on the fest, on the calendar and, and try to blast it on Facebook as much as I possibly can. I belong to hundreds of groups and stuff, and I just try, try and uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, take the calendar at the URL to, and, and paste it to their page if they're, if they're open. And they can see who's okay. playing where. Mm-hmm. And um, so that is... Oh, and my friend Rosalie is- Brooks. It's not only jazz. I just wanted to add that it's not only jazz, and like I said, it's 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 um not only jazz. It's, uh, we have Rosalie Brooks, who is uh, the first one of the first bows of Jimi Hendrix, and she's still working and working in uh, in um, in Los Angeles, and so she's been now with the program too. You know, we've been promoting her event. Right. But uh, yeah, my doorbell just rang. Yeah, so that's what's um, that's what's going on wherever a person is on planet Earth. You know, we will definitely um, try to promote as as much as possible within the realm of you know it's free publicity. They don't have to. They're not paying me to come to to put that on the calendar, and it's simple. And just um. It, it, uh, it's, I guess it depends on who sees what, but I mean, more and more people are home now and looking at this computer because they can't go outside. 
so it might be that this might be the best year, even though nobody's able to play anywhere. I mean, we have the Zoom platform, and people can do, you know, folks that have uh, their health family, as they call it, I guess. Folks can get together in small groups or something and social distance and still perform. We did two of those in my living room. But uh, I, I don't want to host a, a throng of people because my place is not that big. But, you know, I think that people can do, uh, you know, if you have a Zoom location that you're doing something, I can I can put, post a link to it for you and try to promote it on my end as much as possible. I would like to be able to um, uh, – we hosted uh, in the past some events and where we, where we were able to pay a little bit to each of the musicians and the groups. You know, I had gotten a grant for two grand, and uh, and did a, a Facebook um, a Facebook birthday uh, what do you call it the birthday fundraiser for the mm-hmm. lady got chopped, and I was able to support. I we did something at the Flushing Town Hall, and we had a person from uh, Vanessa Rubin came from Ohio. We had a Serena Thorne from New Zealand. We had uh, we had. Uh, uh, Yayoi Ikawa from Japan. We had Bertha. We had uh, Matoka Little Eagle. She's from the Thunderbird Dancers, uh, the tribe um, of the, uh, I forgot her tribe, but she's a Native American sister. And we had, um, oh, a bunch of people. I'm sorry, my Pussy Celestine from Haiti. And uh, Annette Aguilar was from Central America. And so we had a lot of different people. I, I tried to make it like a global, you know, a global theme. We had a little question and answer at the end of it. Unfortunately, that day it rained cats and dogs, so, it, you know, the attendance wasn't that great. But we did get it, and we got some things on film. So there's some links to the film that we did on that website. If you tool around, there's a lot of links on there. And uh, we had a Raina Terracubo, uh, trumpet player, I mean, saxophone player, a Raina Terracubo, and she did a, a nice, uh, tribute to Charlie Parker at a gazillion miles an hour, so she plays <laughs> on there, you know. So it was it was fun, you know. It was fun. Thank you. A lot more people are able to come together on Zoom. Uh, I know Saskia LaRue and her husband, oh, yeah. uh, Warren Bird, they do their thing regularly. So I'll make sure to send out an email to our membership. And tell them to send you their gigs. I've been trying to get them to send me theirs every month, but I gave up. But maybe this will be an incentive for them. So, Kim, we're at the end of the show, and I want to play Too Much Fun, your Mm -hmm. tune. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much for uh, for the interview, Joan, and God bless you. And stay warm and safe in Florida. You too, sweetheart. Don't get stuck in the snow. Oh, no. I no, I keep my shovel and chops up. <laughs> okay. All right. I love you, Kim. Love you too, hon. Take care. God bless. Keep doing what you do. Oh, I try. <laughs> Thank you. Too much fun.
much fun. WIJSF.com Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians.